CMS announces that it will pilot a new value-based primary care model with providers in eight states. The FTC urges North Carolina lawmakers to drop a bill that would exempt UNC Health from antitrust laws. And the Pentagon is reportedly developing a program to test the quality and safety of generic medications for service members. It's Friday, June 9th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced Thursday that it will pilot a new value-based primary care model that focuses on delivering care to underserved communities. It will be tested in eight states under the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation, or CMMI. The program is called the Making Care Primary, or MCP, model. According to CMS, the goals of the model are to make sure that patients receive primary care that is integrated, coordinated, coordinated, person-centered, and accountable. It also seeks to create an avenue for primary care providers and practices to enter into value-based arrangements, especially small, rural, independent, and safety net organizations. CMS will test the model in collaboration with state Medicaid agencies in Colorado, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, and Washington State. Participants in the model, which can include federally qualified health centers, Indian health service facilities, and tribal clinics will receive enhanced reimbursements in order to move away from fee-for-service. CMS said that it expects the model to lead to Medicare cost savings over time through better preventive care, as well as a reduction in avoidable costs, like repeated hospitalizations. CMS will work with participants to address issues and priorities specific to their communities, including chronic care management, behavioral health Health services and greater healthcare access for individuals living in rural areas. The model includes three tracks for participating providers based on their experience levels with value-based care and alternative payment models. Track one focuses on building the infrastructure needed to support care transformation. In tracks two and three, the model includes certain advanced payments and offers more opportunities for bonus payments based on participant performance, which will include partnering with other providers in the community, screening patients for behavioral health concerns, and implementing care management programs. This latest primary care initiative is part of a broad plan from CMS to expand value-based care. In a statement, CMMI Director Liz Fowler said that the MCP model makes a, quote, unprecedented investment in our nation's primary care network and brings us closer to our goal of reaching 100 percent of traditional Medicare beneficiaries and a vast majority of Medicaid beneficiaries in accountable care arrangements, including advanced primary care by 2030, end quote. Applications to join the model will be available for providers later this summer. MCP will run for 10 and a half years starting on July 1st, 2024. The
The Federal Trade Commission is recommending that North Carolina state lawmakers drop proposed legislation that would exempt the University of North Carolina health system from antitrust laws. North Carolina's state Senate passed a bill known as Senate Bill 743 in early May that, among other changes, would grant the UNC health system immunity from federal antitrust laws. Proponents of the bill have said that it would allow UNC health to partner with and potentially save troubled rural hospitals instead of waiting until a struggling hospital closes before being able to buy it. One of the bill's sponsors, Republican State Senator Ralph Heise, told local television news station WRAL that it would also allow UNC to partner with other health systems like Duke Health without having to contend with antitrust issues. The bill is currently being considered by the state House of Representatives. However, the FTC sent a letter on June 5th to members of the state's House Health Committee warning that the exemption could lead UNC Health to enter into mergers, acquisitions, and joint contract negotiations that lead to reduced competition in the state's health care industry. The agency argued that the carve-out for the system is unnecessary for it to participate in collaborative activities and said that antitrust laws are not a barrier to the formation of health care collaborations that both benefit patients and employers. The FTC said that it will investigate and challenge transactions that it sees as anti-competitive, including situations where legal defenses are based on state law and where the state fails to meet necessary requirements. Previously, the FTC has warned states about not enforcing antitrust rules. Last August, the agency released a report knocking Certificates of Public Advantage, or COPA, which shield hospital mergers from federal antitrust regulations in exchange for state oversight. The FTC has called for COPA laws to be repealed. In October, the agency urged New York state regulators to stop a merger through COPA between the State University of New York Upstate Medical University and Krause Health. That deal was called off in February. The Department of Defense is reportedly partnering with an independent third-party lab to assess the quality and safety of the generic medications that it provides to its service members and their families. According to Bloomberg, which spoke with sources on the condition of anonymity, the Defense Department will work with New Haven, Connecticut-based lab Valisher to do so. Valisher currently partners on a similar generic drug assessment program with Kaiser Permanente, which has nearly 13 million members in the United United States. The sources that spoke to Bloomberg said that if this pilot is successful, it could serve as a model for other large agencies to verify generic drug quality, such as Medicare and the Department of Veterans Affairs. This potential move from the DOD comes amid growing concerns over ongoing shortages of drugs in the United States, ranging from common over-the-counter medicines to treatments for ADHD, and more pressingly, certain drugs that physicians rely on to treat serious conditions like cancer. According to the FDA, a majority of drug shortages stem from quality control issues. Generic medications make up around 90 percent of all prescriptions dispensed in the United States. However, the manufacturing of generics is a low-margin business, which pushes drug makers to produce these drugs overseas, mainly in India and China. The shift to foreign manufacturing makes it difficult for the FDA to provide oversight. For example, 
example, though drug makers are required to test their medicines for issues, they don't share the results with the FDA directly. Instead, they hold on to files for officials to look at when they inspect drug manufacturing plants. As previously reported on the podcast, the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs said in March that issues with the drug supply chain present a national security risk, noting a 30 percent increase in the number of new drug shortages between 2021 and 2022. Meanwhile, President Biden also quietly assembled a team of White House officials to find solutions to the problem earlier this year. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.